And welcome to the End Time Shofar Bible Prophecy Podcast. Um, today's podcast will be doing a teaching. They preach another Jesus and the spirit of Antichrist, part one. Um, primarily in this series, we'll be taking a look at what cults and false religions have to say about Jesus. Remember in the Gospels when Jesus asked his disciples, who do men say that I am? And his disciples had several different answers. Some say that you're Jeremiah or Jeremiah's the prophet. Some say that you're John the Baptist. And then Peter is revealed, divinely revealed um, through the Holy Spirit that he is the Messiah. He's the son of God. So there's all types of different um, opinions or different teachings of of who Jesus is and what Jesus means to different religious cults and different um, religions or even Christian cults. And also, we're going to examine this in this series. Um, we have to know that in, definitely in these last days, the book of Acts, it talks about the uh, Berens. Um, they studied they study to make sure everything lined up on what was being taught. And especially in these last and evil days, as believers in Yeshua, Jesus Christ, we have to make sure that we're actively studying and making sure when people are teaching or preaching our favorite teachers and preachers, our prophetess, our apostles, so-called apostles, are preaching something or teaching something, we have to always make sure the main authority is scripture, not the person, because the person can lead you astray. The person can be led astray by error. So let's go ahead and we're going to look at, we're going to start off um, second, or let's start off first at Colossians chapter 2, verse 8 through 9. It says, Beware. Is any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, at the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ? For in him all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So don't let man-made traditions or your traditionally, um, quote-unquote, uh, following a religious denomination or your um, religiously following um, Jehovah Witness, as an example, or if you're into Islam or anything, you have to make sure that you're pursuing truth and revelation, all right? So we're going to go over to Galatians 1, and we're going to look at verse 8 through 9. It says, but through we... Or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be a curse. And as we said before, so I say now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be a curse. Okay, so we're going to go over to I believe 2 Corinthians 
And we're going to look at chapter 11. And we're going to look at verse 4. It says, I'm going to start at verse 3. It says, But I fear least by any means as a serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that cometh preach another Jesus, whom we have not preached, and if they receive another spirit, which we have not received, or another gospel, which you have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. So we have to make sure that when people are talking about Jesus, are they talking about the biblical Jesus? Are they talking about Jesus, the Son of God, Jesus, the man who's God manifested in flesh, 100% human, 100% God? Because there's lots of things out there that can get you tripped up and lead you into deception and lead you astray and lead you to the broad road of destruction. I'm going to go over, I believe, 1 John chapter 4. We're going to go over to 1 John. We're going to look at the spirit of error and the spirit of truth. And we know that the Holy Spirit will always lead and guide us into all truth. I'm going to start at verse one of first John chapter four, and then I'm going to lead or read all the way through to verse eight. It says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out unto the world. Hereby Know ye the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. So every, every spirit that confessed that Jesus came in the flesh, that he's God manifested in the flesh, that is the Spirit of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus is come in the flesh is not of God, and that is in the spirit of Antichrist. And whereof ye have heard that should come, and even now already it's in the world. Ye are of God, the little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. And we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So those who have truth hear God's word. They obey it and they follow it. They they Once they receive the revelation of Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the light. No man can come to the Father um, only by through him. Salvation comes through um, Yeshua, Jesus Christ. But here we see the dividing truth is 
when you don't receive that truth, then when you receive that truth, you're in the spirit of truth because the Holy Spirit will lead and guide you, which Jesus states in the book of John, will lead and guide you into not some truth, all truth. But if you reject that truth and you proceed to go through other avenues, then you receive the spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth knoweth not God or he that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love. So we wanted to set the tone in regards to scripture. So we see a lot of good things. People look like they do good good acts or good deeds within some of these cults, some of these false religions. I want to first focus on um, Mormonism. Now, in Colossians, and we were focusing on the scriptures when we read that, that don't let men spoil you through vain philosophies. And then even when we read in Galatians, Galatians chapter one, and I believe when we were looking at verses one, let's go back to it because I'm making my point and I'll go back to Mormonism. Or, excuse me, when we look at second Corinthians chapter 11, it says, even if an angel come and preach it, another gospel, not to even receive it, but even in Galatians, it talks about that, which we go back. It says, but though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you, that which we have preached unto you, let him be a curse. So we're looking at Mormonism and quote unquote, the founder of Mormonism, Joseph Smith, received these golden tablets with this new revelation that was added on to um, the Gospels of Jesus Christ and um, the apostles and all came well after. And he said that this angel of Moroni had gave him that um, had came that Jesus after he left Jerusalem, he quote unquote didn't ascend into heaven. He went over to the Americas and met with the Indians and gave them these gold tablets, which he found. And that's where we see the formulation of the Mormon church. So here, Joseph Smith says that an angel, so the Bible says if an angel preaches another gospel, it's a curse. So this is a curse gospel, even though you see young men who voluntarily go on their missions for at least two years in the Mormon church and they go and they they spread quote unquote the um, gospel of the latter-day saints of Jesus Christ and all it's not based on truth it's based on error um, we can even look at back in 2012 Pastor Joe Osteen of Lakeland Church there in Houston, Texas, which is a mega church. Um, he was he was asked this question about 
presidential candidate, Republican presidential candidate, Mitt Romney, was he a Christian? And Osteen's response was that he stated that Romney is his Christian brother and Mormons are Christians. So we have to ask the question, does Mormons, if they're quote unquote Christians, do they believe in the same Jesus? Now, when we look and see that in Mormon writings, in Pearl chapter four, verses one through four, it says in heaven, Jesus was the firstborn spirit child of the heavenly father and the heavenly mother. His name was Jehovah, and he's also the brother of Lucifer, who became the devil. So in Mormonism, they say that Jesus and Lucifer are spirit brothers. So that contradicts, that's not even shown anywhere in scripture. So we have to know that we take line upon line, precept on precept, and we have to make sure that we just don't go off spiritual experience that we have like a supernatural experience and it doesn't line up with the word of God, then it's not of God. When we look at journal 3, 247 and journal 4, 219 through 220, it states the following. There is not a man or a woman who violates covenants made with their God that will not be required to pay their debt. The blood of Christ will never wipe that out. Your own blood must atone for it. The judgment of the Almighty will come sooner or later, and every woman and every man will have to at their own for their own covenant. Um, we can see that contradicts scripture because if we look at First uh, John chapter one, verse seven, Hebrews chapter twelve, verse twenty-four, Revelation chapter one, verse five. So we see indeed the con contradiction of this is definitely another gospel that the Mormons that the Mormons preach. Okay, so let's go ahead and proceed on. Mormons believe that man become that man can also become God and as man is God once God was man may be this is found in Talmudic articles um, 430 so we see that indeed that this is another Jesus this is a false Jesus that the Mormons preach we move on to the Jehovah Witnesses, which the Jehovah Witnesses, they go door to door. Uh, they look like it's a very intimate community. I'm very aware with this because um, I have family members that are deeply involved in this. So I know what they practice, but they don't believe that Jesus is God manifesting in the flesh. And that is the spirit of Antichrist, and it's leading people astray from the truth. Um, Jehovah Witnesses, they believe that the archangel became Jesus. So 
this is one of the things that they indicate that that Jesus is not God manifesting in flesh, but he is actually the archangel Michael who became Jesus. The scriptural evidence that the name of Michael applied to God's son before he left heaven to become Jesus Christ and also after his return. Michael is only said or the only one said to be the archangel, meaning the chief angel uh, the principal angel. This is found in A to Bible Understanding, page 152. Today, only the new Michael exists. When Jesus died, he was annihilated, and the human being he was simply blotted out of existence. He just ceased to exist. This is found in Counterfeits at Your Door, page 67. So, we see in regards that the Jehovah Witnesses, they don't believe that Jesus is God manifested. They believe that they preach another Jesus. They believe that this Jesus is actually the archangel Michael. Now we move on and we look at Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam. I know on um, Facebook post, um, one time Farrakhan was preaching at, I believe it was a Baptist church there, um, somewhere on the East Coast, and they gave bits and parts. Even Charisma Magazine had um, published an article that he was preaching Jesus, but they didn't look at the whole entire message that he was talking about. They were ignorant at the doctrines that the nation of Islam and the beliefs that the nation of Islam actually have and what Jesus at, they're actually talking about. So people are deceived thinking, oh, he's come to the truth. Oh, he's talking about Jesus. He mixes the Bible and he mixes his own beliefs. But let's dive in to what Louis Farrakhan and the nation of Islam really believe do they really believe in the biblical Jesus or do they preach another Jesus? When we find in one of his audios back in October 20, uh, October 27, 1996, message was, What a Friend We Have in Jesus by Louis Farrakhan. And this Farrakhan said that the Master Farb Muhammad fulfills Isaiah 9 and 6. For unto us a child is born, a son is given, and the government shall be up on his shoulders, and he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father. But he's a child born, he came, and he was in America, and his, and he was E. Wallace Farb Muhammad, and taught one Elijah Muhammad from Georgia. So, again, he's making the assessment that Wallace Fard Muhammad was the Messiah or the actual Jesus. And he talks about the Jesus of the Bible, but like the actual literal Jesus, and which we get a little bit more into, is Fard Muhammad. He's, we go on. 
stated in Muhammad, our Savior, has arrived, page 146. Jesus himself said that he was not God. The coming of Jesus was not the coming of God. So this is the spirit of Antichrist because when we looked at 1 John chapter 4, it states this. So he said that Jesus never said he was God. We move on. And Muhammad Speaks, publication, page four, back in October 31st, 1962. We do not believe that Jesus is any more the son of God than the people of God. This is blasphemous, and this is not, this is definitely the spirit of Antichrist, all right? So let's go ahead and move on. We want to look at some more of the beliefs that Islam has. And the more that we dig into it, it's, it's a lot similar to Mormonism. Now, within the nation of Islam, they have the belief. And let me just backtrack, because the nation of Islam, even, um, even within Islam, this is not considered orthodox. Islam. Um, Sunni Islam is considered the majority of what's considered orthodox Islam. So even in regards to Islam, this is not even uh, orthodoxy that's being practiced, but they have the belief of three Jesus, three messiahs of the nation of Islam. The final call inside the back page of what Muslims believe, believe Number 12 says, we believe that Allah, God, appeared in the person of Master Wallace Farb Muhammad in July of 1930, the long-awaited Messiah of the Christians and the Mohadi of the Muslims. So they claim in their own writings and their own beliefs that Wallace Farb Muhammad was the long-awaited Messiah of the Christians in the Mohadi, which appeared in July of 1930. When we move on, on February 26, 1996, during the annual Nation of Islam Savers Day convention, Louis Farrakhan turned and pointed to a billboard-sized photograph of Elijah Muhammad and said that Jesus of 2,000 years ago was not the Messiah there's the Messiah, Elijah Muhammad. This is found in the video. The source of this is found after the Million Man March. Now what? Guidance and instruction to the year 2000 by Louis Farrakhan. This is February 25th, 1996. And the final call in September 15th, 1998, volume 17, number 46, this is what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan stated, as the giver of the eight steps of atonement is the Messiah that is referred to in the Bible. So may we move on? He stated, having this belief also too that 
Jesus we desire to be with in paradise. These titles are understanding the black Muslims unmistakably reference to Wallace Far Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad, Louis Farrakhan, or black people in general. Um, what they're talking about is that the, let me go, let me digress back. Having redefined and demoted the real biblical Jesus to the lower status of the historical Jesus, whenever Farrakhan or his ministers speak of Christ, the resurrected Jesus, or the Jesus that we desire to be with in paradise, these titles are understood by the black Muslims as unmistakably references to Wallace Far Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad, Louis Farrakhan, or black people in general. This is found in Islamic imposters exposing the beliefs of black Muslims, um, page 38. So Christians are deceived, black, especially black Christians are deceived when they hear Farrakhan making reference of the of Jesus, they really think he's talking about the biblical Jesus. It's all lies and deceptions. All right. We move on. It says, when we say Allah, that name means God and covers all Muslims. All Muslims are Allahs, but we call the supreme Allah, the supreme being, this is found, Muhammad, our savior has arrived, page 26. So we see, based on that, that they definitely preach another Jesus. They're, it's not the biblical Jesus that they actually, that they actually preach and teach. Other things that the Nation of Islam believe, he says that the black man is direct descendants of the creator of the universe, this is found in, this is the one, page 27 by Jabril Muhammad. Move on some of the other beliefs that they have. Simply put, since the first God was black, every black Muslim is also the God and the ruler of the universe. This is found, the message to the black man, page 108 by Elijah Muhammad himself. According to Elijah Muhammad, all black Muslims should rightly be called Allah, which we already established, all right? So we see that indeed, just because you do good works, um, the Nation of Islam, they have gone into the prison system and worked with African-American men who've been incarcerated, and they get them cleaned up, but are they teaching them the truth of God's word? No, they're not. They're leading people astray. And Farrakhan know, knowing good well when he is in a Christian church or he's in that audience and he's twisting scripture. He knows how to use scripture and he uses the name of Jesus. It gets people all excited to believe that he's an actual believer when He's not. So they preach. We we look at how the Mormons, how the Jehovah Witness, and how the Nation of Islam, they definitely preach another Jesus, and it's the spirit of Antichrist. I want to look at some among you 
and the Church of Unification. Um, just before, I know she was in the news for being kind of a crackpot prof and some other things and all. I have opinions on that. Um, Paula White, um, she had prophesied that Trump was going to be reelected. And then when he wasn't, she led a prayer invoking angels, trying to bring angels, quote unquote, from South America and from Africa to aid in his assistance and all. But um, before the new year, Paula White was invited by someone new, which is Moon is actually, Reverend Moon is dead, he passed away several years ago, but his wife has taken over the organization at which they are definitely personified, the spirit of Antichrist and um, the Church of Unification is also connected with um, the United Religious Initiative, which is a formulation by Bishop Swing of trying to form, form a one world religion that's similar to the United Nations, but it's in regards to religion. But Paula White was one of the speakers along with um, Bishop Noah Jones and um, I believe Hezekiah Walker was singing at this particular conference that the Church of Unification was holding, which they definitely is under the spirit of Antichrist and the Antichrist agenda. Moon believed he was the second Jesus Christ and that the first Jesus failed in his missions. Here are some of the writings that Moon's lectures and writings that he presented. Um, we can find one quote from Time Magazine, June 14, 1976. He says, I am the incarnation of God. The whole world is in my hands and I will conquer and subjugate the world. God is now throwing Christianity away and is now establishing a new religion. This new religion is the Unification Church. All Christians in the world are destined to be absorbed by our movement. And there have been saints, prophets, and many religious leaders in the past human history. But Master Moon here is more than any of these people and is greater than Jesus himself. I am the thinker. I am your brain. All right. So we're going to go ahead and proceed on some more of Moon's beliefs. It's just amazing what people actually believe. It's just outstanding. And again, you have Paula White and all these quote unquote Christian religious leaders that were that were speaking at this conference, which they have not changed any of their doctrines at all. Let's look at some more of Moon and Church of Unification's beliefs, because we're definitely living in the last days. Moon also states Jesus could not accomplish the purpose of providence is physical salvation because 
his body was invaded by Satan. So here's Moon saying that Jesus could not accomplish the purpose of providence of his physical salvation because his body was invaded by Satan. This is found in Moon's own writings, Divine Principles, page 148, which he states this. He also states in Divine Principles, page 143, we, then, we therefore must realize that Jesus did not come to die on the cross. He goes on and states um, several things. The cross was Satan's victory, not God's. This is found in the Home Study Course of Divine Principles, page 30. It's also found in Divine Principles, page 143, and also Moon's Writings, Dialogue, page 161, which totally contradicts scriptures, because if we go over, want to look at, conclude this at 1 Corinthians 2 and 8, and then Colossians 2, 14 through 15. So we're doing this because trying to bring a light that we have to make sure that we are Bible students of the word and not just look at things on television and be spoon fed the word. We have to make sure things line up with the word of God because there's lots of false things out there and then. We have to be well equipped with apologetics to really defend the faith, all right? So to combat that, what Moon stated, we look at Colossians chapter 2, 14 through 15. It says, blotting out the handwriting of ordinance that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out on the way, the nailing to the cross, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made show of them openly, triumphant over them in it. So here's Moon stating that the cross was Satan's victory and not God's, but the scripture says that Jesus triumphed on the cross was the greatest victory over the kingdom of darkness over principalities and powers he conquered them now we're going to conclude at first corinthians i believe chapter two Verse 8, it says, that's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 8, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, when it's talking about the princes of this world, when we look at Daniel chapter 10, of course, um, we know within the heavenly realms, there's demonic principalities that are, are princes that are over nations and all, which Daniel 10, it mentions the prince of Persia, and he mentions the prince of Greece. It says, which none of these princes of this world knew, 
For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So here we have it. This is part one. They preach another Jesus and the spirit of Antichrist. Uh, we'll be looking at more cults, more false religions. We'll even be looking at what the quote unquote, some of these Christian churches have to say about Jesus. They preach another Jesus. We look at some of the things that um, Kenneth Copeland and the Word of Faith uh, movement, um, some of the things that they have to say about Jesus that is um, not biblical and doesn't line up with scripture. And we'll look at some of the things in, within the series, the emerging church um, that they preach another Jesus. Uh, we have to know that the scriptures, especially when Jesus is teaching on the Olivet Discourse, when his disciples are asking him when the end of the world shall come, and he mentions a lot of things once, but he mentions at least four things within the Olivet Discourse in Matthew chapter 24, at least four times. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. And he mentions false prophets many false prophets shall arise. So we're definitely living in the last days. We need to be equipped with the word of God. We need to be knowledgeable on what we believe. God bless. This is the end time show far.